Is this on? I need everyone to sit back, relax, and tune in. Welcome back to another episode of Turn Up the Volume with Tia. It's Labor Day weekend. We got some islands up in the building. We have Jamaica, IAT, you already know. All right. And we're going to get into a very controversial, very juicy, very nice topic today, which is why we stay in the talking stage for so long. And we got two special guests, Shamar. What's good? And Val. Hi, guys. But before we get into today's topic of the day, we got to start it off with the question of the day. Yay! Which is, what is your love language? Um, Should we go over the love languages? Yeah. Um, There's quality time. There's, what is it? Physical touch. <laughs> words of affirmation. What's the other two? Like gift giving and then something else. Ah, uh, service. I said access service. Wait, okay, so it's access service, receiving gifts, quality time, words of affirmation, and physical touch. Boom. All right, bro. Okay, so for me, the most important is definitely quality time. I feel like um, that's how like I know if like we can really we really have a connection as opposed to a, it just being an attraction or like mutual <clears throat> friends X Y Z like I feel like if regardless of what you're doing whether you're going on a date to like a restaurant or you're just staying at home if you guys can spend like an hour two hours together and like really time is not a factor you guys aren't looking at your phones you guys are looking at each other. You guys are making jokes, cracking jokes, laughing at anything. That's how I know that, like, I don't have any type of anxiety around them. Like, I can just be my full, authentic self, not second-guess anything, just completely be present in the moment, and that's really important. So, yeah. How about you, Siobhan? Um, I agree with Val. I think um, quality time is definitely at the forefront. Um, and like, like she said, it's just... Like as you as you're with someone, like over time, like connections get stronger, you know, things become more platonically intimate, you know. You just get to know the person on another level. And, you know, you guys talk about the little things, the big things, the things that really matter, and just the fully the foolery that don't. But um like physical touch is also up there too, because you have to you have to like interact physically, like a simple touch, hold of hands, or whatever it may be, like that sends it to another level too. So that's there's no physical okay, touch. I can say we're mm-hmm. That's a fact. <clears throat> um, I feel like I also agree that quality time comes first. Um, it just feels good when people make time for you and spending time with somebody you really care about. Good vibes, good energy. I read something that was like sometimes when we're depressed. Um, we like to isolate, but even if you feel like isolating, if you push yourself to be around other people, your mood is instantly going to like increase. And that was really interesting. So imagine that in the way you feel when you're around somebody you really, really like and enjoy spending time with. I think that's the top tier feeling. And then I feel like all, I have all the love languages, but a lot of people think you could only have one, but I feel like, yes, you could have all just to like different degrees. Cause I also like... Physical touch would probably be second. And then 
acts of acts of service and stuff fall under it too. Um, but I like giving gifts more than receiving gifts. So giving gift giving is probably like last. But that's not to say I don't want to receive gifts. But you know, just want to let everybody out there know you can have more than one love language. So the second part, y'all got a special question today. Got a part two. Is do you do you think you and your partner have to have the same language for, love language for your relationship to work? Um. I don't think so, because like you said, um, like I hate to receive gifts. You know, I don't like to take gifts or whatever. But like when you really like someone, you like to cater to them. So, you know, if whoever I'm speaking to, if she, if I know that she loves gifts, then that's what I'm gonna be focused on. You know, getting her those gifts, like satisfying whatever she needs. And, like a lot of people say that, like you guys, you have to find someone who you're alike with, but they say opposites attract. Okay. Um, for me, I feel like you guys kind of have to have the same, just for the simple fact that like, like when I look at my relationships with my friends and whatnot, we all don't have the same love languages. And that's something that like, <clears throat> with maturity, I had to understand because it would be like certain things like, um, I'm big on quality time with all, just in any relationship. But some of my friends, they're more of, like, words of affirmation. So, like, they're, they're the types to, like, randomly send you messages. Like, hey, I'm just thinking about you. How are mm-hmm. you doing? That, type, that person. I'm the person where I don't necessarily send you that, but I show up. Like, yeah, I, I want to see you. See yeah. And that's okay for a friendship because it's, like, you know, we're not always around each other all the time. Like, our lives aren't so intertwined. Whereas in a relationship, I feel like boyfriend girlfriend your lives are more intertwined around each other so it's like if i appreciate quality time where i want to spend a lot of time with my boyfriend and like when i plan out my week after i have all my obligations out the way that's the first thing i'm checking for but with him it's for him it's more like you know words of affirmation are acts of service where we might not spend a lot of time with each other but he might go take my car for a checkup or something like that like it won't work for me because it's like, yeah, I appreciate that, but it's like not what I want. It's yeah. what you do, and that's how you show your love, but that's not how I'm going to receive it. And I feel like it would be easier, like, like if that's like your second option, like if our second love languages are like mm-hmm. different, mm-hmm. that's fine. But I feel like that's the top the one, gotta one, be the, yeah. it got to be like the same. Otherwise, like, because I can tell you I love you, but if you don't understand what I'm showing you as love, like, it's not gonna like resonate. Yeah. Problems, I, feel. I felt, I thought that you should, it doesn't matter like if y'all have the same love language as long as you know how to like please your person. If you understand and like know how to move yourself around to achieve like your person's love language, then I feel like you guys could still work. Um, like the gift giving example and stuff, and like acts of service. If you know, like that's what your person likes. That might not be what you want for yourself, but if you could provide that for them, and they could provide your first love language, and it could work. But now I'm starting to think like mine is quality time. So like, imagine being with somebody who doesn't value that to the same extent. It's like, how would you ever? That person has to be really willing to compromise and like bend and change to fulfill your. Because if you're somebody who wants to, who likes to be by themselves and to themselves, trying to fulfill somebody's quality time, it might, yeah, it might not work. So that's my take on it. Thank you guys for those answers. Now we're going to move on to the big topic of the day. The first question isn't really a question, it's more so 
a statement from you guys. It's going to encapsulate our topic. So can you guys define the talking stage in your own words? Get you a cup. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so the talking stage. The talking stage, you're you're getting to know somebody. Wait, we're talking? Like... The t- I'm not giving you no kind of the preliminaries, talking. nothing. Right, it's so just called love- the talking, right, talking stage. stage. There's levels to the talking stage. Watch out now. When you first meet somebody. You know, That's our level one? Put the number before level the level. Zero. Level zero. Okay. Y'all, y'all are warming up to each other. Then you get to know somebody more. Mm-hmm. Hot steamy. And now you guys become semi-exclusive semi-exclusive no 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 i was about to interject but let him it's his definition you could curse you could bro this is called turn up the volume you do what you want because then it's just like all right now we talking so like this is a little bit more serious now but you guys are still not entitled to each other we're talking yes but we're not mutually exclusive yet until you become boyfriend and girlfriend you're not mutually exclusive. Like, you don't owe anyone anything. All right. Continue. That That's it? How long do these levels last? I got no one. It depends. Nah, things but are timeless. conditional? Things, things are timeless. Yeah, everything yeah. is conditional, situational. Um, Like, you should just know. Like, I feel like the problem that a lot of people have is that they expect things from the other mm-hmm. individual without properly communicating. So... What the proper communication look like? What it look like? You guys establishing what the talking stage is and what what that means to both of you. Because we all have different definitions of what the talking stage is. So, you know, if you're letting somebody know, like, yeah, we talking, but I'm talking to other people too. Like, that's what people love to say these days. Then it's just like, all right. But then it comes to a point where I cut all that other shit out. Like, it's just me and you now. That's like, it's like the, it's like the pre, the pre-game to the relationship. So that's the last step of the talking stage. Yeah, like cut that shit out. But yeah. we're not gonna jump to boyfriend and girlfriend. Now we have to see how this mutually ex- exclusive thing works. It's just me and you. Okay. Well. <clears throat> so for me, I honestly feel like the whole talking stage is bullshit. Like I just think that it's a way for both parties in the couple to just like enter this vague commitmentless thing where they can just be a free bird and do whatever they want instead of having to actually say what they want because i feel like when you meet a person and whatnot and you just in the talking stage whatever that's like oh i'm talking to you but i'm talking to other people it's like yeah they was cute you guys thought each other was cute y'all exchanged numbers y'all didn't Mm -hmm. have that much of a vibe probably a one two minute conversation was like let me continue this afterwards and then y'all talk for a little bit, but it's like, you're not applying pressure yet because the other person isn't something where it's like, nah, I need you where I need to apply pressure. It's right. you're cool off them. It's like, yeah, I like you, but I'm cool. I'm not doing too much. And I feel like when you meet, you know when you really like somebody, you know when you really want somebody, and you know when a person is just cool. And I feel like you talk to the people that you feel is just cool. Like, they not too hot. Or whatever. Because if somebody, if you really want somebody, you're going to apply pressure. Like, if I meet a guy and I know that, like, from the first interaction that we're talking and then, like, the second time we have conversation, I'm like, nah, this is really flowing. I'm going to tell you, like, hey, like, I would then be like, I want to go on a date. And, like, once 
I feel like when you talking to people, y'all don't really go on dates. Y'all link at the crib and y'all text and FaceTime all the time. Y'all just a sneaky link kind of vibe or whatever. That's what y'all doing. That's I hate all. that. So so after the first date, what is what is what are y'all doing? I feel like what we're y'all like, should we're be dating. dating. Like, Either y'all dating and it's gonna be like more dates after that this? or it's cut off and it's like, all right, I don't wanna date you, but we can still be friends or it's like I don't want nothing. Yeah. But I kinda do agree the talking stage be mad blurs and unfo- like know. unclarity. You know, I feel like you know when you like, for example, you could be talking to somebody or whatnot, and it's like, you know in the back of your head, this is not something Like, that this is not going to work out. Are you in your head you like, oh, I kind of like this vibe. Let's do this again. You know this is just a vibe. Like, this is like, maybe a little two months, three months, or whatever. This is just, this is not something, like, this is something, it's like a, this is a hobby. She's a hobby. When you're doing all your other stuff, you have time, then you do that. <clears throat> that's when you're talking but when you actually like somebody and that's when everything becomes natural like they just pop up in your head like oh you just want to link them and i feel like once you get to that point where we can both say i like you, you when i say dating i don't mean boyfriend and girlfriend i just mean like we're going out on dates now it's like we're saying to each other i like you you like me i want to take this to another level aside from Oh, we're just gonna stay in the crib. I'm gonna touch you like, hey, what are you doing? Yeah, you the talking stage. Like, people like... be in the talking stage with you. Actually, let me get to the next question. Do you think there's a difference between being in the talking stage and dating? Yes, definitely. And so, in my opinion, being in the talking stage is a way to avoid dating, but to have everything that a girlfriend or boyfriend is. And it's just like, why is there this blur there? Like, like, what is that about? Yes, you could definitely go. I feel like it's all due to the fact that as humans, we all want intimacy. Even though we don't but say no it commitment. or whatnot, mm. we all want that one person we could hug up on. We all want that one person you could snuggle up on real quick. She just walk in my give her a nice little squeeze. <laughs> she walk past like sometimes you just want some. You just want touch. You want affection. Physical you feel touch. Close to and whatnot. Physical but for a lot of people, it's like when you see. It's like now since we're older too. It's not. We don't view relationships as the same in high school, middle school, or whatever. Do you think it's like valued more or less? I feel like that? now we look. I feel like a lot of people look at relationships as. If you don't go into it with somebody you really like, that thing will become a burden very quick, depressing. And it's like, you know, it just people feel like it brings so much stress, so much like drama that if you was to just not bring that title into it and just focus on the bond, then it's like that. But it's like, I feel like we, you need to know what you're doing. You need to know what it is we're doing. Like after a certain time, like we can't just go off spontaneous every if we because at first if it's like every other day we just link spontaneously it's a beautiful vibe cool after the fifth link of that you're gonna want to know okay what are we doing are you linking this yeah and the talking stage be people? mad prolonged like talking to somebody for three years isn't crazy <laughs> like no let's talk about it because that happens for real no, like being in a talking stage for three years not crazy but that goes back to like the Triggered. whole communication of it like so what are we doing like that so like talking and dating but okay you, you know, ask some- people what, what we doing and people be like you already know. Or people be like, what's understood don't have to be said. And I'm just like, that means they y'all, don't yes, you do not want they to. Don't want to but the moment that, that you express, we are not dating, and they see you with somebody else now, That's you're a whore, you're... Like, yeah, why is it blasphemy? Why? 
How is it blasphemy and you not being clear about what it is? I'm supposed to waste I, all them time, all that time. That's like I could understand why it's black, why he's saying it's blasphemy, just for the simple fact that it's like if we were like if we were to have a conversation, what are we doing? And you said what's understood don't need to be explained, and then like a couple. Okay, then I, I understand in my perspective you, you that I'm doing what I want to do. I understand why it's blasphemy because it's like if he was to say that we together, I would have never went. Okay, but you ain't want to say that. I only went to that nigga because of what you said. So, so now like I genuinely wanted that, Boy, but I'm not gonna was, waste my time. But it's like why do why is it's like. You, you st- it's like we're still wasting our time because we know we don't even really want that nigga. Like, we just but with that nigga because this nigga got a type. So it's like, fuck it, I'm outside. If someone say like, what's understood don't need to be said, it's either you understand it and nothing needs to be said or you clearly have some sort of objection that you should have brought up in that Nobody's moment. a mind reader. You, right. I feel like that no, statement shouldn't even come out your mouth fake, bro. Like yeah, but then once, all right, so when someone, so when someone say you that, when someone says that to you, what is your reaction? What does that mean? And then whatever that person say, I don't know. I wouldn't say that. And that's beating around the bush. I've gotten like when people say that to me, I feel like when you say what's understood doesn't need to be explained. It means my actions. I tell you what's going on better than my words could ever. Do. No, really. So if you cannot see what's happening every day with us, what can I say to you? Because it's like it's in plain sight. That's what I feel. And at that point, if you see like, because I feel like the thing is. You know what how you know what place you have in a person's life. Whether a guy knows what place he have in a girl life or a girl knows what place he have in a guy life. Like you know if you're something serious to them or whatnot. The thing about it though, but you could know that you're serious about them and be having all these thoughts and feelings that they're serious about you. But I I I had to learn to like stop believing in thoughts and feelings because you need somebody to outrightly say it. You need people to be clear because you're gonna make all these assumptions in your head because you in love or in like or whatever in serious like with this person and you're just gonna try to formulate whatever sounds better and fits best in your but mind but imagine yeah. that's not even really how they feel which is why i hate when people don't be talking for like i'm i understand you're saying that's why you have to communicate but i'm telling you in this talking stage it'd be like the biggest lack of communication like that's why that it frustrates me so much so that's not like but i feel like i feel like sure, like I feel like the reason why the lack of communication is so big in the talking phase because it feels forced. Like, it's not something that people want to do. Because in the back of their head, they subconsciously know that they don't see this going somewhere far. So it's like, why am I even going... Certain conversations, I feel like I don't need to have because it's like, it's not even that deep. And like, in the back of my head, I know it's not that deep. But I know to say that to you is rude. And I don't want to be rude. I don't want to hurt your feelings. So I don't say that. That's the other of, thing. You can't be putting people people's feelings stuff. on top of your own no more, bro. That's you like what be a honest. lot of people do. And a lot of people, it, when it comes down to it, it's not genuine because like people will know like I could vibe with you, but that don't mean you write for me. That don't right. mean that you're going to be my boyfriend, but I can still have a great time with you, have a lit ass time with you, but that doesn't mean that we're right for People just want to be wanted too. People, people like be to be liked and desired. And, yeah. and that's why yeah. like if that's somebody really wants you, they're not going to play none of them games with you. That's why the thing about this, you could be like that, that then the person in love know. like I, feel like it's I really hate when people's feelings is infringed with that yeah and then that's like... on you to have some sort of discernment to see this person playing games with me this person don't want to communicate like you have to clip it off myself to do all this labor to have them communicate clearly that if it's so one-sided time to take your side out that's the problem like i feel like these days like people love to use like the imagination and the what ifs and the hope like, you have to be real, like, straightforward. What you see is what you get. 
Yeah, so, it sounds bad. Like, It'd be now, rough. People gonna have emotions and be yeah, sad. So but like, so I understand why you know, like some people might say, like I need to hear it. You know those those affirmation, like clarity, whatever. But like you should know, like someone's actions is gonna speak loud enough. Like you should know. So if you in the talking stage with someone and you asking them like what's up you shouldn't even have to ask like what's up with us like it should just come to a point where someone says like all right this is what we're doing now like y'all should be on one accord yeah, have that conversation but the problem is is that like these days a lot of people they be childish like they just using this talking stage to just like get whatever they want out of you so that's true that's where problems arise do you guys think that um this talking stage was created by our generation or do you think it's something that has been around for a long time it's been around people people love to say that you know this new generation like it's been around yeah they do be mass haters on our generation yeah, it's been around there's nothing that we're doing that's like new new but i don't know if the, the talking stage was like around what i Parents like and like older siblings and it stuff. Was definitely definitely. There, but it wasn't as mainstream. But maybe it wasn't, it wasn't called a talking big. stage. Maybe yeah, it was it something else. Talking stage, but like, like when I talk to my parents about like what it was for them, I feel like now that I'm older, they're definitely more realistic about how it was like for them dating, growing up, and whatnot. And for them, it was pretty much on where it's like, I feel like in America and whatnot, like, like Caribbean families, like we all know that, like you know. You set an example, you like, you're your parents. When you walk out and when there's somebody who probably know your parents and whatnot, so like mm-hmm. you can't move a certain yeah, way. Yeah, like, correct. And when you when like in those countries, when it's like really like everybody. Yeah, knows. everybody you know everybody in that little parish and like, that wherever no you are. You can't play links. like that. That's in America, you could do sneaky links, and you cannot do no. Everybody know you. Your bus driver know your mother. Taxi driver know y'all. Miss Pam know you. The whole strip know you. Everything. You have to like. You you have to really 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 be sneaky, sneaky. like outside of the, the outside, your parish type behind stuff. The cemetery you to live in town going to Kingston. Look at this, right? Back all right, look now. I would say that the token stage would have probably existed even more back then because if you look at now, like one thing that we're seeing is that like everyone loves titles. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone loves to be marked as girlfriend, boyfriend. We're doing this way. Go back to the whatever, whatever you want to exactly, but whatever you want to call it. Like I feel like even more back then is just on some back in the West Indies, like nineteen years old, walking around like you know what's up. Like they not walking around calling everybody girlfriend, boyfriend. Everybody named Pretty no, Nikki. Cause yeah, I'm be, exactly. But that's like, different. Y'all talk about how old of them have the girl on the side and them something there. That's what you're talking about. No, that's not what I'm talking about. But if that's I'm your just... crisis, you talk, like, if they were in a talking stage, I I, I like, feel like, bro, I can't really the see days, them being in a talking stage. they around, going to Pandora, buying them rings for the first few months. I was about to say, people don't do that in a talking stage now. Back then in the Caribbean, you they be dating. Literally, you either the wife, yeah, get somebody bun, something, or are you single? In the bun, or you get in the bun. Nowadays, you can be talking to somebody and whatnot, and still carry yourself with a certain about a dignity, race, and class. Back then, there's no talking. Either you're a wife or you're a whore. And you didn't want your name in and the you streets. you didn't want to be a horse, and so you made sure that you actually... It was a lot of forced relationships, no, I would say that. There's no, but there's there's no, no talking. There's no social yeah. media where everyone's posting each other. So because you know everybody this person outside is, on the road. You so know, you think the talking stage developed with social media? Nah, I'm just saying 
like whatever we talking about on the talking stage, right? You see how we're talking about like people use the talking stage to do whatever they want to do, like to play the other person. Like back then in the days, you don't know who's talking to who. Like you go to a party, the most you're gonna see is somebody lean up on a wall with somebody else for like a look of five minutes, and then you could guess like, all right, you know, they have a vibe. But apart from that, like you, they only seen each other late night. Like a roach. That's what I'm saying. Like you really gotta sneak, 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 and somebody's grandmother gonna see. Easy, it was easy to to sneak back because then. of the social media. You don't think there no, was? There's no showing. There's no. But people outward. was nosy. People like nosy. people not their house still nosy. nosy. People not to like that degree, nosy. bro. You know how it be in the Caribbean versus here. Because now, now everything's oh, online now. That's why everything's. But on the because brand, it's so. online, it's more so you gotta piece stuff together. Where before it was face value. Like you I'm looking through it. my window. I'm yeah. your neighbor. I'm walking down the strip. I'm in the taxi. I'm in the Caribbean. The market, whatever. You see, but you mind your business. Them not mind business. Don't mind business. They talk. You come and you know, Mrs. <laughs> the one Shamar Whitley, yeah. They're going to be doing a lot of stuff. Yeah, All right, let's hop back into the convo, though. And talk about... More about the talking stage. Do you think you can talk to more than one person while in the talking stage? Yeah, I feel like you should be talking. Yeah, I feel like you can. And I feel like these days, like, people try to rush relationships. Like... If you want to have, like, what the talking stage should be, it should be getting to know someone. And it's like, yes, you're getting to know this one person. Like you said, you could have someone that you're mad vibey with. Y'all are mad cool. Everything's going great. And you think, like, all right, this might be the one. But then you meet somebody else. You're just getting to know the other person. And this person is even a better candidate for what you want in the future. Not the so candidate. It's just like, you know, you have to you speak to multiple people to get to see what you like, to see what you don't like. And because you could just talk to one person like them and be like, oh, like this is it. But you speak to two other people and they're just like, nah, like this person is way more potent in this aspect than the other person. Way not your options. Exactly. You got to... Mm-hmm. I feel like, like for me, personally, I feel like I've talked to enough people where it's like, now it's not so much a matter of me trying to figure out what I like and what I don't like. Like I know what I like and what I don't like. And now when I meet, when I start talking to a person, like I really try to be so present in the moment because it's like, I need to fully be present so I can see who you are and when it engage, whether that's going to work with me or not. And like, I feel with the talking stage and everything, if you don't talk, like, nothing should be forced. There's no... Everything is a gray area in mm-hmm. the talking stage and whatnot. So you just do what you want. You literally just do whatever serves you. And if what serves you is talking to other people, then you do that. If it doesn't, what serves you is just talking to that one person, then you do that. But I feel like it's a weird area where there's no, like, constrictions on it. And it's like, you can't even really... I feel like you can't even really set boundaries on it because yeah. there's no title there. That's why when people be like, oh, we're just talking. We're not exclusive. But I feel like you should text me. It's like, we're not... Yeah, even there and I yet. feel like the you talking stage begins to become a cage for people. I find myself to be very... Sometimes, like, an empath when I come into situations like relationships or, like... I just care a lot. Maybe I don't know if there's such thing as caring too much, but I will begin to act like 
a relationship and I'll tell myself, okay, because I'm dealing with this person, I cannot do this and I can't talk to this person and I can't talk to that. And it's like, I look back on that and it's, and I feel like I was trapped by the talking stage and I was creating this exclusivity when that wasn't being reciprocated. That's why I'm like, that's why I'm so big on communication and being straightforward with these things now, because if you're that type of person who is like super invested and super emotional, it's easy for you to cut off your options the whole time somebody else is weighing out everything. And it doesn't come from just nothing too, because sometimes the person that you're talking to doesn't want you talking to other people. And yeah, why good. like why is that your mindset if that's you could good. do the same if you could do that and be out on the streets and do whatever, I'm not questioning you, I'm not stopping you, I'm not I'm not gonna stop talking to you because I understand like testing things out, but why do you want me? To not be talking to you. And I see this all the time too. Even um, I'm gonna speak of what I what I see. So I see a lot of guys and stuff that I follow will post things and say, I want a girl that nobody has touched before. Uh, I want a girl who I know is all to myself and I could bring her around and I have to fear that so and so talked to her. And the boy been talking to the whole of Crown Heights Flatbush Flossy everywhere. Like a Pandora box and you a gumball ring from the supermarket. Like it's not making sense. It's not. It's the real life and I feel like somebody like somebody that because it's like if you if they was to meet somebody who's really untouched in every sense of where are you such a Christian holy man that you even mind you they haven't been to church. So what is this about? Who is like like for example like my best friend my best friend all this biblical and stuff everything right and it's like when she when she meets guys and everything like that it's like the guys that she ended up talking to are never the guys who are like oh i want a girl who's untouched i want a girl who's like this and whatnot because those guys have the most fragile egos and they feel like true they want they base they want to be the foundation for everything they want this is where you're starting from. So you have nobody to compare me to. Like when you, when we have sex each other, with each other, when we have problems with each other, you don't have any idea of what your other past relationships look like. So you can't base it off that and form some type of judgment. Mm-hmm. I'm the only relationship you ever had. So now I have the authority to tell you like, no, this is how a relationship works. You don't have any experience. So mm-hmm. how are you going to tell me? I have all the experience. Now I am superior mm-hmm. and I'm higher than you to tell you, but but also it goes back to what you want so if someone if one party wants the other person that's clean untouched whatever their definition is is simply what they want like if and then if, if a girl and if my thing yes, is you, you can, can want that yes, but could, make sure yes, that's you, something you could reciprocate that's yeah, all i'm that's asking exactly if all right let's say person a is not so cleansy Mm-hmm. been around or whatever right yeah and they want their person to be someone who's not been around a lot right let's say they meet that person now it's up to that other person does she care about your past if she cares about your past then she addresses it and you're not the one for her or she might not care but that's up so to her so if she doesn't care about your past your past should you care about her past yes because if it's all about what you want so, so there's no, out. like, changing your mindset because at least she's she's accepted my because past. So the least I could do is accept her. No, you, could, you, you, could, you could definitely accept it, but what you want, you can't help what you want sometimes. I so. feel like you have to shift yourself. But when we say stuff like you can't help what you want, it makes people just stay in that mindset like, and, like, feel like, I don't have to change no, the way I am because there's, there's going to be somebody who, like... There's definitely compromising, but like you said, you know what you want in a person, right? And, of course, this is not, like, head-on, but 
like you might want something then you'll know other things around it on you know she moves yeah. a certain type of way she composes herself a certain type of way so um that's what he likes now in to reciprocate that she might not care to have that same type of image of you you know if she just wants someone that she cares about is vibey then that's that but it goes back to what you want as a person and if the other person is willing to accept that because like like i'll put it like this like say okay say a person is an alcoholic right or mm-hmm. whatever like that they want somebody who don't drink and whatnot or whatever like that. for me that would be confusing because they're like like a person able to say like i know how alcoholics get like it's like you know what it's a lot like i don't really want to i'm already that i don't want to deal with another person who's already like that's i want somebody who doesn't do it at all it's like, yeah, yeah, at face value, I can understand that. But it's like, for me, what it's going to seem like, you don't want your person to be an alcoholic because in the back of your head, you know that you don't even like that. You yourself are an alcoholic and whatnot. And look so at- for me, I would think, so now why don't you become sober? If you already know in the back of your like Accountability. You, you got to like. hold yourself accountable. I like, Remember for- when we grow up and we hear, treat yourself how you... Treat others how you, you want to be treated. treated. I feel like... We should take that everywhere that we go and in every sector. Do not condone and allow yourself to stay in a in a space, an environment that you don't want from others. So if somebody is accepting you for your past and people will like girls will accept guys for being around five, ten, fifteen other niggas, and then a girl got like two exes or whatever, and you vex because she got two exes. Like what's that about? That's that's it's uh, no so, longer what you yeah. want and what you so don't want. It's unfair. Said, right? a, so like, go back to what you said. Let's say there's an alcoholic. Right? Yeah. So let's say I'm an alcoholic, and I want my girl to not be an alcoholic. I want a girl that doesn't drink, whatever. Right? If I find a girl that doesn't drink, she's okay with me being an alcoholic. Cool, that's a match, right? Let's say it comes up to a point where now she's drinking. And the reason why I didn't want an alcoholic now it shows. Now she starts to drink. And now we have two alcoholics in the relationship and things just turmoil. Like it just gets really bad. And in the beginning, I know that I didn't want an alcoholic. I didn't want someone that drink because that's going to affect me in a negative way. And, you know, we're just going to go back and forth. So in the beginning, what, a quick question. In the beginning, so this person you're talking about in this relationship, just want to clarify. So we're following along, right? Is he still drinking? During the time, yeah, he's still that an alcoholic. He's still yeah, drinking. He still drinks, whatever. Okay. Right? It's just that the yes, girl like, started yes, drinking. Yes, at face value, like you're asking me to do something that you can't even do yourself, but she accepted that. So at a point, it's her responsibility, to, her accountability to herself. I'm not she saying she's actually, not accountable. I'm saying it's just wouldn't like, work. No, it's no. Continue. I'm sorry. Yeah, and, he, and that's what I'm saying. Up. Some people don't have that self discipline, so he knows he doesn't have that self discipline. And he's letting her know that at this moment, I don't have that self-discipline. I need someone around me who has that self-discipline that I could rub off of, that could help me get to where I need to be. So it all depends. I just feel like it's still problematic because to be in that environment and not be taking yourself out. That's why I asked the question because I wanted to make sure he, if he was like, I don't want an alcoholic and I myself am going to stop drinking, I can see how that could work. Nobody's around that. The stress is not going to come. But 
Imagine she agreed to be in that relationship with him, knowing that he's an alcoholic and she didn't drink. But she wasn't aware of the stresses that would come with him still drinking there. Now she's watching all of this unfold and all his behaviors of being an alcoholic. She's stressed. She's like, at this point, I might as well take the alcohol too because I still love him, still care about him, but this is too much. One bad apple ruined the whole bunch. Like one of y'all still doing what doesn't what somebody doesn't want in a relationship. You, I can't see the anger coming in there when the other person does the same when that's what you're dishing out. I feel like when it comes to it, like, like to me, the alcoholic, I feel like, why do you not have, like, the foresight to see where your girlfriend is going to end up? Because I feel like everybody who engages in any type of drugs and whatnot, you know, if you, if that one sober person who don't do anything very clean, if they really start hanging out with your circle, after a certain amount of time, they're going to pick up a split. Sober gone. Now we're sober. Sobriety is gone. Who you stay around, you because once certain things become normalized, after a certain amount of time, they're going to pick it up. And it's like for you, like what from what you had said before and whatnot, it's like the alcoholic needs the sober person and whatnot because like over time they'll see the traits that the sober person has and like it'll like motivate them to get rid of that. And so, but for me, it's like, when you're trying to get rid of a habit or a trait in yourself, do whatever you have to do. You could get a personal trainer, you could get a coach, you could get a pastor. None of that's gonna matter unless you have that internal drive within no, you, and that can't. You're not. Gonna, it is like, it's, so draining. Like it's really, like it's kind of like image. It, like it's. I understand where you go about it. Think like, okay, if I hang around sober people, I'll become more sober. But it's like, it's kind of like you're kind of like avoid the full labor of having to take it upon yourself like that you're diverting it onto your partner to have that sobriety to mm-hmm. be that that idol for you and you cannot make any person an idol because nobody is perfect which is why you're still drinking and whatnot because you're counting on her to be your symbol of purity while you're over you're not pure yourself and you can't you gotta you can't work towards coming to equilibrium or you something have to get that like, within yourself so then it's like if a recovering alcoholic or an alcoholic that's fresh out of rehab. It's like, nah, I don't do it. It's like, like don't, don't tempt me. Like, with, yeah, cut it off. only sober people. I respect a recovering alcoholic saying that because Word. I'm taking the steps that I know. Yes, this was my past, but currently with my future and my present, that's not me. So and when you're in a relationship. Like that. And that's, that's fine. But that's for you nice. to be an alcoholic and say, I want my person to be sober because like you you the good person. It's like, why? Then you cannot make nobody a false idol. Like, you can't put that into another person. That puts a burden onto them because now it's like for the girlfriend gonna be thinking why oh yeah i'm already so but that was never but my thing but why you accepted like whoever the person yeah, is so she was she was person, person, acceptance. Both, like, yeah i'm not giving him the blame wrong, all on it it's just like it's wrong. not gonna work it's not gonna yeah. work definitely not but like both parties when you go into something like you're both accepting to terms of true, very true. of course things are not going to stay the same throughout the whole course but like when those big problems go up, it's just like yeah, from the very front, from the very jump, we mm-hmm. said this wouldn't happen, and now that this happens, that's where problems arise because of whatever you said. But of course, like things come up, things change. So yeah. Okay, we just had a very thorough, detailed conversation on this one. I like that one. Um. So the next question we had. Shamar, focus. focus. (laughs) The next question we have is, what are you allowed to do during the talking stage? Are there any rules to the talking stage? 
I think there's no rules in the t- I think there's no rules until you guys establish yourself as boyfriend and girlfriend. Until then, you know, you can't you can establish rules, you can stay with, but it's it's not it's just not gonna be respected because you guys aren't an official thing yet. So it's like or they'll t- they're just gonna lie to you and tell you they're respecting your rules and they're just gonna do their own thing. Like but I feel like there's no way to have your rules respected and adhere to when you're just talking like where's the authority like you're not entitled you don't owe anyone you're not obligated to do whatever but i'm gonna still put down some rules though what rule you have put down yeah let me get a rule down put put these rules down it depends all right like let's say we're talking let's say we're at level three of the talking stage which is what What's level three? Top level. Okay, fine. No, no, like, this is no... again? Wait, level like, three is, le- is level three the one before the relationship? Yes. Semi-exclusive. Oh, okay. yes. Semi-exclusive. Yeah. Like... Okay. If, explain semi-exclusive because if it's not fully exclusive, then no. aren't you still dating? Like, we're not talking to no... We're, like, we're only talking to each other and we're not looking to talk to anybody then that's else. Just exclusive. we haven't made it exclusive yet. Oh, uh, yeah, that's just, that's just Semi-exclusive. Huh? Exclusive? Then what's semi- like yeah, so that's why I'm semi- saying semi-exclusive doesn't seem like a word to me. Because if it's not, if listen, exclusive, I'm me and you. Not, not exclusive, I'm me, you, and everybody in the world. All right, so semi-exclusive could be like, I don't know, like people are weird. They'd be like, you we can, need to stop making more terminology. But you can't be linking them. Like, that's what Why me? I talk to them if we can't link them. That's what people say. Yeah, let's skip this part because this part confusing. No. That's but, uh, so if like we're officially talking, like we're talking, talking, mm-hmm. like everything is dead. Don't look at nobody else. Don't exclusive is what he else. means. Everybody yeah, exclusive. Like when somebody holds the door for you, you can't say thank you. Wait a minute. When somebody holds the door for you, you can't say thank you. What? Just keep walking. Would you like to tell them? Um, Wait, Jamal, are you really like serious? Are you really be like your girl cannot do no nah, friendly? Because so, like, you don't want nah, no friendly girl. No, 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 no. What? I want a girl that's like Sleep. I adhere. <laughs> I adhere to whatever my girl saying. I feel like all right. So the problem with a lot of guys. That's not nice, girl, but I don't know if he mean that. Problem with a lot of girls. All right, ladies, listen up. Get a girl. And then they try to control her. Like they tell her, they tell her she can't do things. And all right, that's cool because you guys are gonna exchange like rules with each other. Like I don't want you doing this, I don't want you doing that. Some of them be given. I want a concubine. Like then they drag it. Like you can't talk to nobody else. Can't have no male friends. It's crazy. Yeah, you can't have a best friend though. But like you can't imagine she had a best male best friend before y'all got in a relationship. What's she for the cutting off? She can put them on pause. No, yeah. that is that's a un that's so unhealthy. But um, <laughs> she's like I don't give a fuck what you said. That's like fuck that. No like no best friend. Now, but I personally I agree that I feel like if we really, you can't have no best no, no, friend. No, 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 yeah, I feel like, like no best friend. I feel like like if we dating and whatnot, like I'm your best I have friend. yeah. Exact, but really though, really, I'm your best friend. No, really though, yeah, like, really yeah, though, like, no if we're oh, wow, no, you could no still like, face. like, like me, I still like some of my bros, like that I die, like would be considered my male best friends. So yeah, like, I like will go to vet or what that's that I want to do with a guy when I, it's like, bro, I have a whole boyfriend. Why am if I not have, doing that with him? Like, so like, the best, the best friend gets cut off. Don't get caught off. If you have a true best friend. 
Like, they gotta understand too, like like your relationship is so platonic, like, but it's so strong at the same time. And let's say you have a best friend, you in a relationship, and it's just like you know, may not be thinking little, that much. Yeah, like, like, but one little argument, now you look to your best friend for comfort, mm-mm. whatever it is, and like then you never know what happens. But like that would and then, me off. And then if you have a true best friend and then mm-hmm. you're in a relationship, there's gonna be problems, like like what you're saying. Like, no time for me, this, that, and the third. And you're gonna have to understand that you have to put your partner first. Like, or you should be putting your partner first. And if you don't wanna put if, I feel like if you wanna put your best friend before your partner, you don't you problem. shouldn't be with your that's partner not, then like so you should be with your best friend? Not, not yes, you, yes. I ain't gonna go well, that far, but friend. I'm gonna be yeah. like, bro, you clearly don't you clearly don't bang to me that much I if was. like when you think of stuff to do, like you see a random like fancy rest, like a so Instagram then, thing, and, and you think of your best friend. Before so so let's talk about the mother relationship no, so then too. Real okay, quick. go so ahead. That's why I wanted to go back in the beginning, right? We all, I think we all said quality time was that first, yeah, whatever. But then that's why physical touch is so important because that's where the barrier comes in. Yeah, because like if you're just talking about quality time, you and your best friend, you guys spend so much quality time, you guys understand each other so much. But that element that's missing is that physical touch that makes things intimate. So now when you have your partner and you have that physical touch, that's the difference between your partner and your best friend. Platonic versus. So it's not a problem then? Big problem. Like big problem. Because that physical touch could come in real fast. But if you... So my my confusion is... is, But people usually say best friend is dead if the best friend is like heterosexual, whatever, you and best friend. Because when girls be having, like, their gay best friends or whatever the case may be, the guys be all jolly. So it's still dead? Like if it's still dead for you, then it's valid. Sometimes even that's what I'm saying. So when guys spend all the other time with their bros while in a relationship with a girlfriend, that's not a problem, too? Because we're not going to do the only male best friend thing. We're not doing that. That is going to be a problem. Okay, because, yeah, that's what I want to clarify. When the sexuality and stuff be coming in and people changing their options, then I'm like, no, like, you need to stick to it if that's what you're saying, then it means no girl, no woman, no, no, no man, no, no nobody. Nothing. Yeah. No. I just okay. feel like if it comes to a point where like I feel like my boyfriend spends more time with like whether it's, it's anybody. Else, like it's some sort of Okay, yeah, that I could that I understand. Yeah. I'm gonna have an issue. And especially what, what Shamar said about like if we have an argument. I'm very big on if like if me if we're dating and we have Bro, I don't even like when my friends us. have an argument don't with me and go to another friend, much less that bro. Your friend like i'm not gonna like my best friend and whatnot like i'm not gonna go and ask my best friend like send them the whole screenshots of me and my boyfriend argument send it to my best friend like yo what do you think because my and now your best friend gonna hate him yeah now your best friend gonna hate him she off rip bias and that's just how it is like it's very rare that's why i don't even mean yeah completely indifferent like that's not possible for a lot of people so i'm not gonna act that for my friends best friend is impossible that's between me and you like okay so, yeah, Perspective no, that's, that's, that's that. <laughs> I'm freaking weak, bro. I'm your best friend. I'm your no. Did you finish your rules? Yeah. Okay. Well, you said no rules in a talking stage. Yeah, you can. You can have a. There's no. You're talking. We're just having conversation. What are you giving me rules for? Like the only rules that you can have is basic human decency. That's the only thing I feel like you can have. You're not lying. You can't have. You can't ask for anything more because y'all not dating, and it's like if no you want something more, then date. Don't talk. That's date. true. Like, that's true. Because you know what you set up for. It's like that's what I feel like a lot of the times. Like I'll see like I can't speak on boys, but just since I have like a lot of female friends that I'll see, and even myself when I was younger, like Wicked. you would see. 
You would. <laughs> Who wicked? I don't know what he's talking about. Anywho. Snowball over that. But anyway, you will see that, like, you know that the guy just wants to talk. The guy treats you with respect, kindness, and all of that, but it's like, he's not on the move of dating. Like, he want to talk to you, and, like, he invited you over to the family. Yeah. You can kind of tell in your head that it's going to be a casual thing, and, like, yes, y'all vibe is great. Yes, he don't treat you like a slut or treat you or anything like that, but it's, it's not like he takes you out on dates. It's not like if you were to send, you can send him like uh, a reel of some random ice cream place and, and he could laugh with you yeah, yeah. Y'all, like y'all don't have that type of thing and it's like a lot of the times girls will think all right like eventually over time it'll get to that or i just girls are to, some of i just we're some of the most patient people in the world so girls love to, anyway girls like to some girls like to take on the labor onto themselves and when and when it's like you shouldn't it shouldn't be labor it's like it should just be natural and i feel like that's why a lot of time you just have to you have, look at their actions. All they invite you to. It'd be right in front of you. That's the thing about it. You All the say, evidence yeah, be right in front of you. He's real nice. He don't say it like a whole like, oh, what you doing? Can you pull up? Like he speak to you nicely and treat you with respect. He's still asking you to the crib. You still getting brushed out in the crib and going back home. Like mm-hmm. you can't still, meet none of the friends. Can't, can't meet none of the bros. No family. No nothing. You can't like it's certain things. Like, you can't, family is crazy. No, I me and family. No, that's what I'm saying. But you know, like that's not gonna get there. You can't foresee that. Nothing. It's the thing where you see the mom. You can always say hi. You can't even introduce your name. Bro, to this day, I'd be scared of people's parents. It don't matter. My bestest friend, like, I see their parents. I'd be like, hey, meeting my parents at the wedding. Anywho, maybe this is the perfect time to transition because meet your parents at the wedding's a bit wicked. Um, (laughs) y'all are crazy. Meet your parents at the wedding. My husband can meet my dad at the wedding. My husband and my What happened to, to, to dad's grace? My dad said, what do you need my grace for? Meet me at the wedding. He's, <laughs> that's that how my dad is. Now, your dad is mad funny. I can't even say nothing. <laughs> I love your pops. Um, all right, y'all. Let's talk time. Let's talk personal. Think about you now and your experiences. How long have you genuinely stayed in the talking stage? Like your longest talking stage? And your shortest talking stage? Um, my longest talking stage was like um, a little under a year, cause yeah, or a year, around a year, and it's like we basically went through everything of a relationship, but never officially entered a relationship. And like after the year, it was just like yeah, like I'm tired, so mm-hmm. these end. And in the shortest talking stage, probably like. Yeah, I feel like two weeks. Because I feel like anything that's like, we probably linked, we probably linked at a party and we exchanged numbers. And then, like, after a day or two of talking, like, we just never text again. I don't consider that talking. Okay. Because, like, it just fell off. But probably two weeks, probably the shortest amount of time. Gotcha. Um, I think my longest talking stage has probably been like, I'll probably say like three or four months. Um, excuse me. Because. And even three or four months is long because, like, by the time you get to the third month, the uh, the fourth month, you could talk three months. But by the time you get to like the fourth month, like, what's going on? Very true. I lied though, because it takes some time to it takes some time to become like official. Four months because I don't play with the raw. We're not about to be talking for mad long for no reason. Like, where are we going with this? Like you, you shouldn't need, you shouldn't need half. You shouldn't need six months to know if this person is going to be a girlfriend or not. 
Gotcha. So you kind of tipped into the next question, which is, is there such a thing as talking for too long? And how long is too long? Yeah, how long? Okay, yeah. So, like, I'll say six months. Like, six months is now a drag. Like, you know how people are engaged for too long? Yes, you could be talking for too long. Because it's just like, you know or you don't know. If you're out there talking for six months, someone in the party's unsure, and they're still trying to fish around. What you think about is too is there such a thing as talking for too much for too long yeah. and how long is too long um i personally feel like because that's why it's so conditional too because sometimes like you could be talking to somebody for three months but y'all didn't really start talking every single day until like the second month or like the <clears> third <throat> month like y'all was talking on and off so i feel like when y'all get once y'all get to the point of talking every other day, after I feel like after like two three months of talking every other day, like yeah, what are we doing? Do you want to date me or you don't want to date me? Because I feel like you know, people know what they want, and I feel like if you're a person, like at least for me, I'm somebody that's very so much in tune with myself that I know what I want and I know what I don't want. Like I'm very self aware, so. I can, like, I'll know if I'm lying to myself. So, like, if after two, three months, I don't need two, three months to know if you're somebody that I want to date. And after two, three months, I feel like there should have been enough time where you see them in different environments. Like, you see them, maybe you went, whether you went to a party, you went to a little game night with them that their friends was throwing or whatnot. Or, like, you know, just little things. Y'all have spent more time each other. I feel like after two, three months, like, you you should have gauged enough information about that person, how you are with that person to figure out what you want. And like I feel like if at that point you still don't know if you wanna date them, either you was wasting your time in them two, three months and y'all was y'all was not serious or whatever. Cause I, I just feel like people know what's up. People know what's up. People just like to stay and to keep you not to in keep the know in the you know, vague in the gray area because people don't like finalize explanations. People, people aren't decisive people who can like stick to one thing. You want everybody wanna have their cake and eat it too. And I really don't like a lot of people will get into relationships or like talking stages after they've come from hurt from a relationship and it's like I'm just going to be fucking around with these people in the meantime. Yeah. And it's stupid. It's actually dumb as hell because that person did nothing to you. And how are you going to want better for yourself and better for your future when you're navigating your love life off of that past hurt? Like, no, they're just out here. No. Just hunching everything. What What you mean, anyway? Say what you want to say. No, I said animals. Oh, animals. Okay. We're going to get it back to the personal side of things and i'm gonna ask you guys who has usually prolonged the talking stage in your past relationships or encounters you or the person that you were dealing with i'll say the person i was dealing with you have to explain if you're gonna you're gonna put the blame on that side because now i'll say me because we love honesty no, it goes both ways. Right, I'll say, say what you're saying. Say situation. Okay. So one time, the person, like, yeah, they tried to prolong it. But like I said, like, I know, like, I'm not one that, I'm not an optimistic person. I'm a realistic person. So what I see is, I, I know that's what I get. So, <clears throat> like, the person tried to prolong it. And it's just like, okay, I know. 
like you're unsure, you got something else going on. So that was that. Um, quick. And then there's been times where I've tried to pull it on the talking stage because I might want you, yes, but there might be a certain part of you or like something about you that I'm unsure about. Like, you know, you might see something and you're just like, okay, let's see how this pans out. You know, let's see if this is something that could change or something that might not change. And that one thing can make a big difference in the whole thing. Well, your take? Um, I honestly have to say that it takes two to tango, so I have to think, I feel like it's both parties, because, like, when I look at my past, I can say that I, I was a person who was very much like, oh, I want to be somebody's girlfriend, I want to be somebody's girlfriend, but when it really comes down to it, I have a lot of commitment issues and, like, trust and, like, vulnerability issues that, like, you know, to be in an actual relationship I feel like for me, a lot of times, I just wanted the title of a girlfriend because I didn't like the gray areas of talking and whatnot. I feel that. But it wasn't that I wanted a girlfriend because I wanted everything that comes with being a girlfriend. I just didn't want the... I wanted the clarity that comes yeah. with being a girlfriend, but not all the extra. And I feel like due to that, that's why like a lot of the guys that I was probably with like were guys that, like you know, they probably... Because I was more comfortable with it being in the gray, how I portrayed them myself to them is like, I was comfortable in the gray area. But with me in my head, I'm like, I don't really like this. And there was just problems in that, but I just feel like it was both of us. And I just, I knew what I wanted, but I also didn't know what I wanted. I was unclear in what I wanted. They probably knew that they didn't want a relationship and then it was just, it just went like that. You want me to speak is what you're saying? You can use your mouth and ask me. Go ahead. <laughs> um, I feel like it's usually not me who prolongs the talking stage because this is this is mad nasty to come out of my mouth, but sometimes certified lover girl, sometimes <laughs> for me. I I just I put a lot into into interactions. That's just who I am. I can't fight it. I wish that wasn't that way, but that's just how I am. But the blame that I'm thinking about and reflecting about now that I can take is not communicating that I don't want to be in that phase for so long, uh, or my annoyance with like talking for long. Because when y'all was giving y'all the longest amount of time I've been talking to somebody, I'm like, yo, let me just. <laughs> Longer than a year, and that's unfortunate. Yeah, not ever gonna do that again. Yes, shake your head. I'm gonna take all. Yes, yes, it was wrong. That's all I'm gonna say. Keep your head um, <laughs> he's doing too much, really, though. But um, for me, I'm not even gonna pay him no mind because no negativity. And as I said, still my wickeder than them, so it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, I do think that has been the case. For whatever reason, whether it be past hurt, so now they're scared of this now, or just want to be in the streets. Various reasons, again, but at the end of the day, you can only hold yourself accountable. You can't be over what other people are doing. So all I could do is reflect on that and tell myself, like, now I have to say, I do not want to be talking to you for all this time. You don't have to make the commitment that you want to be in this relationship, but figure out what we're doing, because this, yes, no, mm mm-mm. But yeah, that's my take on it. 
So Shamar spoke about this a little bit, which we could go back into anyways. But what are the steps between the talking stage and becoming official? Um, so for me, I feel like the steps from talking to becoming official. Hmm. I move very fast when I want something. So if we so talking, that starts with us texting and whatnot. So first we're texting. After we had our first FaceTime, the first FaceTime is very crucial to me because that's like my little hint of what quality time would look like. I'd be like, terrified of FaceTime. <laughs> I'd be terrified of me. I used to be terrified, but now it's like, I feel like if I could be, if I'm not anxious with you on FaceTime and whatnot, like I'm not worried about how I'm positioning the camera every second and whatnot. Like I could just go. I read something that was saying, if you're anxious to be talking to somebody that you're like in love with or in strong like whatever the case may be that it's not love it's like a lot of time we take the anxiety and stuff for love but if you do love that person it's someone you're yeah, comfortable with you. and you're yeah, not scared you. yeah it was basically saying that butterflies are not always a good thing or it's not always butterflies that you're feeling and it's like it's signs of your body rejecting yeah that's what that it person. indigestion it was a really good read i don't remember I mean, what i was reading but yeah but yeah um I feel like y'all could be y'all after the first FaceTime, y'all see how y'all are on that. Then we go on to linking. Then we link at the crib or whatnot. I feel like you cannot get into the boyfriend girlfriend stage without actually going on a date. Like I feel like y'all need to have an actual date where y'all go outside and spend time with each other outside of the house and whatnot. Because then for me, like, I'm not so much of a stickler where it's like, oh, the guy has to be on the other side of the road or whatever it is. But it's also like, I feel like I can, like, how we're walking. Like, if you're walking not close to me, you don't have to be holding my hand. But if you're not walking that close, you're like, we look like two strangers on the road. That's a problem. Like, we should look like you should be want to be next to me because you know how it is for a girl to be outside. Like, same things like that. And, like, after you have your first date, then y'all go, you see how they are. Boom, then y'all could go into the boyfriend-girlfriend thing. And mm-hmm. I feel like when, as a boyfriend and girlfriend, I feel like, you know, when you're at that point, that's not when you're first meeting the friends. This this might be your first time being introduced as this is my girlfriend. But I feel like you should see, not all their friends, but you don't see the important friends. Like, you'll probably right. see, you'll link them when they're around one of their best friends or whatnot. And then it'll be like that. Then you know you were actually something. And now y'all boyfriend girlfriend y'all go from there mr man i feel like all right so when you establish with someone that like we're mutually exclusive you know we're not talking to anybody else i feel like to then get to the next stage is there's no time set on it because for me like i want to see the little things um like i don't i don't have any examples right now but you just have to see all the little things that like you can't fake because of course like people can fake manipulate a situation but mm-hmm. you have to see how they react to situations that come up like something that you can't really think about you know you think because when you're thinking about making somebody doing it official you do the you weigh the pros and the cons like you you weigh the things you might have to deal with but that's why you have to just give it time to just see those obstacles that arise that you didn't think about and to see how they react with that and um it's just really that i feel like the time in between that is really important to see how they act you know after the little the honeymoon stage is over you have to see 
how they get in their in their worst ways and their best ways to see you know all their bad traits and things like that and how it affects you too you have to think like let them put all of that on you and see how you react to that and you'll know if this is something you could deal with okay now we're gonna move on to talk about what we think the good and the bad is with the talking stage so we could talk about the good first and then we could get into the bad so what are the pros of the talking stage so the pros of the talking stage like how it should work is that you're speaking to different people you know and of course you go into the talking stage you know what you're looking for you know who you want but as we meet new people like we always discover new things you know you go into the talking stage and like i said you know what you want you're looking for it but then you might see characteristics in them that like you realize okay like this is an add-on like these are things that i'm also starting to like and you realize okay no i don't like this like going into the talking stage yes you're looking for someone but you're also like self-reflecting like you might ch you might change by the time you come out of the talking stage with like new things that you like new do's and don'ts so that's what the talking stage is good for mm -hmm. um i honestly i feel like you don't even know i'm so against the talking stage no bro say how you feel really I feel like there's really like the like the I feel like the only pros are self self serving pros. Like yeah, like it's good because it's like you can do your own thing and like you know you can just get to know a person without all the constriction that come with saying oh can I like all the formalities coming oh can I take you out on a date and whatnot with somebody that you just met. And everything that might seem a little bit too much as opposed to saying to a girl like can we facetime can we talk can we chill that might seem a little more lax like you know you might feel more comfortable doing that but when i think about the pros for both parties talking it's like i don't think there are any positives because the talking phase has a lot of gray area and whatnot and it's like things don't really start to go up until you start becoming exclusive with them mm -hmm. So it's like the pros and like, it's like the con, it's like, you're just, I don't think there's any, I feel like you're just. But even, even within that by itself, like you get to see a different side of the person than when you're mutually exclusive, you know, like you get to see how they act when, you know, okay, you have a little bit of roaming room, you know, you could, you're not entitled to anything, you know, you still get to pick up on their character, even with that, because when you first start talking to somebody and when now y'all like mutually exclusive, they kind of act differently, you know? So you mm. feel like when people, like, if we was to start off as mutually exclusive, I won't, you won't see like the whole authentic character because like they might be trying to fit a role exactly. rather yeah. than just that's being why, just, that's okay. why time. That's why time is essential because you talk to, as soon as you meet somebody, nah, it's just me and you. They're, if they're interested in you, they're going to say yes or for it. And then they're going to be showing you that side of them. And you don't know what could be going on behind. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when you let someone know that, okay, you know, talking stage, early talking stage, whatever, you could talk to other people. You see what that means. Like, I, right, we could talk to other people. They link in somebody every other day. Like, I right, now we mutually exclusive. All right, that's done. You, you still think out of nowhere they're going to be like, 
I'm not seeing nobody now. But I feel like it's with the talking stage, there's certain maturity levels that come to because it's like we're twenty, we're in like our early twenties right now, so like it's nothing crazy. Like everybody, we all have college going on. We all got like trying to get our life. Most of us still living in our cribs. Like we mm-hmm. don't. It's not that serious. But it's like when we're thirty or we're forty, and if we're not, we're just still we're single at that point and whatnot. Do you still want to have a talking stage at like thirty? Nah, but, but it's like you would date, and when you're thirty or forty, it's like I don't want to like if you you want to date, like you're gonna just go the dating route opposed to talking. So it's like why now? Why can't we go the dating route opposed to talking? That's why it's so important now. You gotta. That's the question, that. really. You get, you get all of that out now because you don't want to be you don't want to be forty. All right, one problem that people have, they just stay in relationships their whole life. True. Like, they go from. I have a boyfriend, break up, find a new boyfriend, yeah, break up. They never be and now they you're never 40 have them, years them old. You're 40 different. years old and you might feel like you haven't had any time to yourself that I'm just speaking to people. I'm not mutually ex- ex- exclusive. I'm not entitled to someone at all times. Like You need that breathing room. It doesn't mean you're going to be like linking mad different people, but you just need to have a time in your life where like you can weigh your options like I said, to be see, free, you to just be need free, to like simply free. to okay. do what you want in that freedom. And then that's what I'm saying. If you always have a boyfriend, if you always have a girlfriend, you're not gonna know how you are with by the, yourself to be free to yeah. do whatever you want. You know, that's so, very true. So I feel like that's probably like because like for me, I feel like like I'm very young, but I feel like I went through that stage where I had my freedom. Where I was just talking, 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 talking. Whereas now it's like. I know what I like. I've had that time. Like I know what I want. And it's like it's not to say that like. So oh, you, date, I know. you dating for marriage or not? That's what you're saying. Which is why I don't even like to do like the. Do you want to get married? Some people now, don't want to get married. It's not so. that I want to, but it's like for me, it's like I, I feel like when like when we were, when we was in middle school, when we was in elementary, when we was in high school. Bro, I don't we, even. When we but when middle we school is crazy. Just for the sake of the thought, when we used to enter a relationship, we fake in the back of our head knew that like all right. When June, last day of school comes, we're we, clipped. Yeah, high school. Know. No, when nah, stop. When I was in my relationship in middle school, I did think I was going to be in high school. I did. Yeah, I was like, like everybody knew. And when we entered relationships, for the most part, a lot of people already knew there's an expiration date. But yeah, a part of me knew like something could go wrong. Like a part, I, like I was like, know. okay, we're going to be together in high like, school, but something might go wrong. But like, wrong. like now, when I was younger, I feel like when I was younger. Like you thought it was gonna last forever? Yeah, like you're more really? Like you get your first girlfriend, it's like, oh my god, I'm so in love, whatever. Everybody know I'm But now, now I just know that, like, because I'm gonna get married one day. Mm-hmm. Basically, every girl until that girl I meet, we're gonna end. It's just play, play. That's what I'm saying. It's just it's play, not, play, play. Yeah, but you. Like, <laughs> you're so stressed right now. It got me But to be 21 years old, Yo. it's like. I could definitely understand you're dating for something serious, but dating for marriage, that's, that's I was crazy. Like, I was, it's crazy because we're 21. Like, it's like, you didn't ever graduate college yet. Some people, that's you know, what I'm saying. To say like, dating you for marriage. It, and then even before, like, you can't be dating for marriage at 21 years old. Like, where are the five, honestly the the, the whole idea years? of dating for marriage i feel like is it's problematic crazy. you need like, to date you need when to. you have something like like an end goal nothing is linear so when you have an end goal like that in your life like i'm doing this for marriage you're not preparing you're for the hiccups and the other yeah, stuff like, yeah that's gonna come with it like you have to be you cannot be 21 dating for marriage like 
you haven't even lived on your own for five years. I hate that term, see, even dating for marriage. Like, see how let's date are on your own, to like, get to, to know each living, other. To be living with someone, like, yeah, you could be in a relationship for years, but until you're actually living with that person, like, that's a whole different side of them that you get to see. So it's just like, we're too young to be trying to get to the end so fast. Like, you shouldn't be dating for marriage. You're dating for companionship or whatever it is, and then... That, if marriage happened, it just happened. Yeah, and I have an if, but you'll know. That's what I'm saying. You can't... You, I feel like having that end goal, yeah. You should be my... Like, you're, should, you're supposed to be my husband. Like, that's what we're prepping for. Like, that's where... That's where you get let down because you're 21 years old. I feel like... I'm not dating for marriage because I don't even know if I'm going to be married and I still have all my commitment issues and whatnot. But, like, for me, it's like... I'm not, like, the talking, like, to me, I don't have nothing to talk about, like, to be in a talking stage for and whatnot. And, <laughs> I don't have nothing like, to talk about. That's I really, it. Like, I already know what I want, so it's, like, and, like, as we were saying before, like, I, like, if I'm gonna have, like, I'm a smart person, so I like to have actual conversation. They don't have, we don't, I'm not saying we have to talk about the fucking stars and, like, everything. actual physics and everything, but, like, just, we can talk about bullshit, like, Rick and Morty, like, a cartoon, but it's still be a conversation. It's not just, like, Oh yeah, haha, ha, lol. Like it's not like we talk to each other, and I feel like when I'm say I'm like I know what I want, I know what type of person I am. So it's like I don't need to talk to random people. I don't need like I'm not just gonna talk to you because like oh I thought you were cute and whatnot. Because like yeah, everybody can be cute, but you have an actual brain. Yeah, I need to spend time with you, and it's like I'm not even go on the route to spend time with you when I know that like. And where I am in my life right now, I'm not trying to be, like, I'm not trying to be married right now. I'm not trying to meet the man that I'm going to be married to because I'm not yet the woman who's going, who's ready for marriage. Like, I'm not there yet. But at the same time, that doesn't mean I'm going to just be with whatever. Yeah. Play thing until I become the woman that I need to be. Yeah, you have to have an aspect of seriousness and real goals. I feel like a lot of the things is just like when you having your freedom on it and you just going around, you just flooding it all around the place and whatnot, like you don't have discipline yet when it comes to romance, when it comes to sexual stuff. You don't have that sort of discipline and yet. That's why you, that takes time. It that's takes why you time. go through that romping shop to you. You know, go through that romping shop? Really? romping shop, trust me. I, exactly. I, I don't exactly. Like, I'm and you've been, you've been there. So now, so now like, after you move past that. You can start working on yourself, but which is where that's I'm why. Not. So you need to have the the rumping shop phase. Everybody, need, everybody needs to have it. So if you don't have have a a whole phase, phase yet, yeah, because you gotta have it while you're with me, it's gonna be detrimental. And I'm not getting to my heart broken. It's gonna be detri- That's why everybody hot. Everybody got hot shit. You need life. to have somebody stomp your fire out before you come to me. Right. And now yeah. you're a born again phoenix. You know what you want, but you're fresh out. You know, like I can't be with you. Like I like everyone's whole phase is different. Your whole phase, you could literally be talking to different people, and then, but you have to you have to give yourself time to breathe. Like you could be working on yourself, you could be talking to other people, but you must have free time to realize that. All right, I want to romp a little bit, or you realize, all right, this and make sure y'all being clear with them people you romping with. Okay, I do not support the romping when somebody think they had something serious with you and you just play. No, You're not. not it's not for for um for for real. Not at all. So it's just like, it's just to see what you like as outside because as soon as you're in a relationship with someone or a serious relationship, you're no longer thinking for yourself. You're thinking for you and that person. So if you're always in a relationship, 
you're always compromising your thoughts and your mind to that person without even knowing. So when you're by yourself, free, and you get to think about the things you like and you don't, you know, that's building yourself, that's building your own character. If you're always in a relationship, there's no self-character. You're not building yourself, you're building yeah. that relationship. So I feel like you got to know where your person is. So like with me, I know where I'm at in my space and time and whatnot. So it's like, there's certain things I won't involve myself in or get myself in and whatnot. Cause I'm like, you know what I need to have, I need to build a discipline. I need to establish sort of discipline because you don't want it. You don't want it to be when you finally find the right person that you're still not who you need to be, to be for that person. Where it, Cause some of you, when it, like when you find the right person, but it's the wrong time, cause you yourself did not take the due diligence upon yourself to become that right person in yourself, then it just messes up. And it's like, it's like you. You cannot you, be bringing half yourself trying you to make a whole like, the relationship. Bring I feel two like holes. Go into the whole romping shop, whole phase kind of thing is cause like it's the whole the grass is green on the other side. You don't know what's out there yeah. yet. So it's like it's so much to wonder. Curiosity killed the cat. Like I, I want to know. I want to know. I want to see for myself. I want to experience. I want to come out the garden. I want to live. And then they go out. And after they live and they see what's out there, mm-hmm. and they did, they went through that. They see. I don't. I don't I want, want this. That. Yeah, let me There's go back. Out there. There's yeah. a whole bunch of short-term, shallow, superficial shit. It's so hard to find something genuine and real. And then after they see that, they're like, you know what? I need to take it upon myself to become my full, genuine, real stuff and whatnot. And then, boom, now, because a lot of times people meet the right person, but they didn't, they don't have that maturity in themselves yet. And they met a more mature person and that boyfriend is telling them, telling the girlfriend, like, yo, you have an attitude problem. You have certain stuff, like, you're not ambitious. You're certain things. It's like your boyfriend shouldn't have to tell you that. You and yourself should see, I'm not ambitious. Like, there's certain things you got to handle before you get into a long-term relationship and it's like i know i don't want my whole life to be play play things mm-hmm. i know i want a long-term relationship but for me to make sure that long-term relationship can actually work i need to make sure my relationship you're good in yourself is good yeah. and everything with me is good and whatnot because it's like you don't want to have to tell your nobody wants to tell the other person like yo get yourself together like you want your person to Kept up yeah. well, composed. You don't want to have to tell your girl how to be a girl. I don't want to tell my nigga and how to And keep be a repeating nigga. that too. Like, it's going to get tiring. That. You want your stressing. nigga to be like, oh, my nigga, like, he's a man. Like, he know how to keep himself. Oh, you want to look at your girl like, nah, my girl's a woman. Like, where she walk, where she carry herself, I don't got to tell her. Right. Have pride in your person. It's like, yeah. you only going to have pride That's so, it's so detrimental and like bad yeah, to God. be pulling somebody not pushing themselves. Yeah. They just, out here wilding to have fun and be free free for what yeah like so yeah bro mm, i don't have time for that i already i already did my years <laughs> <laughs> all right we beasted on the um we beasted on the talking stage and the pros it kind of it kind of got away from the pros but we're gonna circle back tell me about the cons now we definitely dipped yeah, up in the cons a couple the but cons. any is there any that we forgot any that we want to highlight like the cons to the talking stage so Communication, like I would say, that's the biggest con because that lack of communication leaves a lot of wiggle room for people to do whatever they want to do, and not even that lack of clarity. Yeah, lack of clarity. There's a lack of communication, and there's always one party. You start to think on yourself, like with your feelings and emotions, that lead you to a certain direction, and without properly expressing that 
between both parties, that's when they both go into two different directions. That's when you start thinking things that's not clear, things that's not set in stone. And then that con leads to other cons. Now, now you suddenly care about what the other person is doing that you might not be fully entitled to know. Yeah. You know, but that lack of communication. Well, did we miss anything? All right, we finally reached to the last, the grand finale question <laughs> of the day. Some people was up here saying they was shy, y'all, but you see, ain't nobody shy was on this episode. Anywho, okay, ain't nobody shy here. But what's one, just one, last word that you'd use to describe how you feel about the talking stage? Bullshit. <laughs> that was easy. Hey, Shamar, yours. I don't know. I can only use one word. Just one word. Maybe I'll give you a little hyphenated word, yeah, possibly. Like two words in one. <laughs> All right, um, talking stages. Talking stages tricky. I don't know. That's a good word for it. My my talking word. Stage is what you make it. Hey, it's not a. It's not. I'm about to say not me saying one word and you want to explain yourself. Anyways, y'all, the word I'm leave y'all with is clouded. Period. That's my word mm-hmm. for the talking stage. Jaded. You can't change your word, no, certified. Anyways, per usual, we're going to take it to the takeaways. So today we got five key takeaways. The first takeaway is find yourself before looking for a partner. Number two, communication is a lifesaver. And remember, there's no communication without comprehension. Three, do not ask for what you can't provide and don't dish out what you can't take in return. Four, do not rush into relationships, but also make sure you're not wasting anyone's time. This all goes back to communication and comprehension. And number five, getting to know, grow, and love someone should not feel like jail or make you feel stuck. Be where you feel loved and valued. Nothing compromises your wants, self-love, and self-worth. And that is the last takeaway of the day. Thank you again, Val and Shamar, for coming and being on this episode and dropping all these amazing points. Of course, you guys can always let us know your thoughts on Instagram, comment on the posts on SoundCloud, any platform you're on, reshare, like, all that good stuff. All the support is appreciated. Okay, you know, we can never just end things off regular. We're going to get into the Black-owned business of the day before closing out. And today's Black-owned business is one of my personal faves, which is Jadora Locks. So this is a hairstylist. And she's done my faux locks. If y'all remember when I had those, like, brown gold faux locks, it was really long, really cute, lasted long, all that good stuff. It was done by Jada. So if you need your faux locks in the New Yorker and Atlanta area, definitely reach out to her. All my spelmanites and all them good stuff. Get your hair done, get your hair laid, slayed. Very affordable prices for locks, I would say, as well. So definitely go check her out. But yes, guys, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being a part of this episode. Thank you for all our listeners out there. And be sure to come back again for next week. On a done things, thanks for tuning in to turn up the volume. Make sure on a forward back and don't slap before you get two bucks of your head back.